In this episode of the SBS podcast, we're going to be discussing how you would use Maslow's hierarchy of needs in your modern working life. Welcome to the SPS podcast, the self-performance strategies podcast, unlocking the secrets of self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The goal of this podcast is to help you create even more freedom of time, money, and purpose in your life. And the SPS podcast is brought to you by the 30 day pro accelerator program. If you want to find out more about that, check the show notes and click the link and head on over to stephentimony.com. Let's get in to the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. And we are in episode 22 of the SPS podcast of the self-performance strategies podcast. And in this episode, I want to discuss Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And before we go any further, I know that there are more modern hierarchies or modern models that have surpassed Maslow's models. We've got spiral dynamics to, to name one of them. But I want to use this idea because I think the majority of people understand the five, well, six levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I just want to talk about it in a way that we can then use it in our lives, in our business, or in our careers, and understand where we are in our careers when it comes to the enjoyment or the actualization that we're having in our lives. Because I believe, and part of improving your self-performance and part of the core idea behind this podcast is to help you actualize. You know, life is about actualizing. It's about improving yourself. It's about taking your self-performance improving it and taking yourself as far as you can go in your life. And that's why I discuss these ideas in the SPS podcast is because at the end of the day, we're trying to become the best versions of ourselves. And, and that's essentially what Maslow was talking about in his hierarchy of needs. You know, how do you create a better life for yourself? How do you self actualize? Before we jump in and discuss this idea any further, I want to share a quote, as I always do at the start of all my episodes. And this one comes from Abraham Maslow himself. He said, musicians must make music, artists must paint, poets must write if they are to be ultimately at peace with themselves. What human beings can be, they must be. They must be true to their own nature. This need we may call self-actualization. I've actually heard a similar idea from the Stoics. I think it might have been Epictetus when he said, first say what you want to be and then be it. I might be paraphrasing that. But this idea of being who you want to be and being what you should be, and that's going to help you have a better life, is, is very true in my opinion. I felt it in my own life. The more I leaned into the things that interested me, the more I leaned into the things that I wanted to do, the happier I was in life. Think about that in your own life. When have you been doing something that you're not interested in and felt happy about it? And then flip that to the other way. When have you been doing something that you're interested in and is challenging you and you enjoy it? You have a sense of happiness, contentment, you flow with it. And I think that's what Maslow is ultimately saying here. He's saying that for us to self-actualize, we should do things that we're born to do. We should lean into our unique abilities. But to start, for those of you that don't know his hierarchy of needs, let me go through the five levels. Now, obviously there's a sixth level, 
that is sort of beyond self-actualization. I think he called it transcendence. But very, very, very few people are ever going to get to that level. We're talking 0.01% of people. You're talking monks, you know, religious leaders. Uh, so let, let, let's focus on, on, on the main five. I, I think that the majority of us can get to the fourth and the fifth one if we can focus in our lives. Now, the first level is survival, which we all know that's your basic just need to eat and sleep and have shelter. The second one is security. It's having a house, having a job, having money coming in. The third one's belonging, where you're becoming part of a community. You, you feel better about where you are. Uh, the fourth one is importance. You maybe have some status or, or you're really becoming an expert in your field. And then the fifth one is self-actualization. You're just flowing with everything. You're in control of your time. You have freedom of money, freedom of purpose, freedom of relationship. And that you could even call that freedom, that one. And then, of course, obviously sixth, which is the one he came up with when he was you know, dying, I think the story was that he came up with the sixth level just before he passed, which was transcendence, which was, you know, beyond everything else, which again, I, you know, not, I'm not going to speak too much about this one because I think that that's a very spiritual side of things. That's a, uh, that would be rare. You could even argue that the fifth part is rare. You know, you're talking 1%, 2%, maybe 5% of the total population of the world might reach that self-actualization, that freedom part. But I do think it is a, worthy goal to aim towards that in your life let's get into it a bit further and ask the question what do each of these five levels look like in your day-to-day -day or in your work life what, what what does survival look like in your business what does survival look like in your job what does security belonging importance self-actualization look like actually in a day-to-day -day? and that's what we're going to do we're going to discuss each of them a couple of examples from my own past and my own life where i have been Pretty much in four of those, not quite the fifth, not quite self-actualization yet, uh, hopefully at some point in my life, but I definitely feel like I have touched at least four and a little bit of five in my life. And what I mean about that is that I definitely have certain freedoms in my life. I don't have all the freedoms in my life. I haven't self-actualized in any great depth but I've definitely felt it or seen it or understood it in a way that I can see a path towards it. And that's what I mean about touching five. I'm certainly not in the fifth level. I'm certainly not self-actualized, but I can definitely see a pathway to it. And that's what I mean about touching five or seeing it in my life a little bit in certain areas. But let's find out. Let's find out how you would use each of these areas and how they relate to our working life, our careers, our businesses. And obviously we're gonna start with survival. Now survival in the hierarchy of needs is all about just basically getting by. And when I look at this with a, a perspective of in your working life or your business life, you are just barely getting by. You work purely because you have to. You might even have a few jobs. You leave work as soon as you can. You're constantly watching the clock when you're at work and you find work frustrating and you're not satisfied with your life. Now, I know earlier on in my career, in my early 20s, especially just after leaving university, I experienced this. I had two jobs. I got fired from one job. I was doing some factory work at one point. I couldn't wait to get out to go drinking and partying. I, I wasn't satisfied with my life and I was living paycheck to paycheck. And at some points I was barely getting by, barely getting by like I, partly my own fault if I'm being honest because I was disappointed with my life and I'm running away from my jobs and focusing on drinking and partying but there was a 
a good couple of years, you know, especially in my early 20s, where I, I definitely was in survival, scarcity mindset, barely getting by. And that's not a great place to be. But unfortunately, you know, I think a lot of people are stuck stuck in that point. And some of it is social economics and some of it's mindset. Now, I'm not here to have a, a deep philosophical conversation about society and, and why people get stuck in there and how shitty the education system is and how poor areas in, in large cities don't have the same type of education system as the rich areas. So it, it's a perpetuating cycle of, of the poor people being stuck in these shitty neighborhoods and these shitty parts of the city while the middle class and upper class people get better education and get better opportunities to jump out. Yes, that happens 100%. Of course it happens. But I came from a lower middle class background and for me it wasn't lack of opportunity it was lack of mindset it was not leaning into doing the right things not having the right thoughts and not reading the right books not being around the right people led me to have a life where I was barely getting by and surviving so at certain points in my life I was in that survival part with my career not even going to talk about business uh, and I don't really think anybody who's running a business would be in survival because survival very much is you are in the system, working in a factory, working a very low level job. And a lot of us might have memories of that kind of experience when, we're in our, when we were in our teenage years or, or early 20 years when we were figuring, our, figuring out ourselves, maybe trapped in a shitty situation, trapped in a shitty time, trapped in shitty jobs. Uh, but it was the mindset change that helped push you forward really the second area we're going to talk about obviously is security as you move up through the hierarchy as you get past survival you get into security security is when you've become that hamster on the wheel you will work overtime you in fact you'll welcome overtime and you you're in a situation where taking sick days is something that you don't do because you know you're going to be put under a lot of pressure or you don't do it because maybe the, the company you work for is shitty and they don't actually pay you for your sick days. It still happens quite a lot in, 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 in parts of North America, in Europe, in certain countries. Uh, you accept poor working conditions because you feel you have to. Uh, you dislike your manager, your team, your job, but you get on with it. You might be working a slightly better factory job. You might be working an office job. You might be getting a reasonable amount of money where you don't need to have two jobs where one job does kind of pay for everything but it's still not great you're kind of clocking in clocking out and again i've been there i moved from being in survival from being frustrated and not doing great in my jobs to getting into that kind of like hamster in a wheel job i, I worked retail and, and that when i read this about being a hamster on a wheel being in an organization where you don't want to take sick days because you're not going to get paid for them and that's going to affect your weekly wage you know disliking your manager and the team and the people around you yeah i i was definitely there i was definitely there when i was working retail jobs i, I did like i did like some of the people i worked with but i, I did dislike my regional manager at one point <laughs> she was not a fun person to be around but i guess i probably wasn't a fun uh, manager or, or assistant manager back then when i was in my early 20s and in, in the retail world i was probably a bit a bit of a, a bit of a dick to her so that's probably why we didn't get on <laughs> but there we go you know we, we we make mistakes we move on but those two first areas that's survival and security they're kind of tough but if we look at the third area belonging this is when we get into corporate world this is where we're going to get into i where i think the majority of people are that comfortable life that kind of stuck life 
Now, belonging has its benefits because you're getting paid reasonably well. And this might even be a job that you created for yourself. You might not love that job, but it pays you enough that you feel like you belong to it. So this is where the first sort of entrepreneurial or business idea can come into using the hierarchy of needs. I don't think there's entrepreneurs out there who are in survival or who are in security because any entrepreneurial endeavor has an opportunity to scale, has an opportunity for you to have more control over your time, your, your money, your freedoms, who you work with. But I do feel like some entrepreneurs and business people have created a corporate job for themselves. They've literally created a job which they don't particularly like, but it brings in the money. But for the general overview, what does it mean in this level three in the third stage of the hierarchy of needs? Well, you feel connected, but you also feel stuck. I don't know if anybody's ever felt like that in their life, but I definitely felt like that in the office jobs and the sort of more higher level retail jobs that I had, I would often ask myself, you know, is there more? Is this it? Is this life? You may enjoy 60, 70% of what you do, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. You may feel like you're part of something larger than yourself. You know, when you work for a big organization, you understand that if you work for a company that has big goals that you can see that, oh yeah, I work for this insurance company and they're trying to help people do this. Or I work for this, you know, food company and they're trying to you know make people more healthy or i work for this clothing company and, and they're got some unique ideas around sustainable clothing i don't know what that is for you but you generally when you work for a large organization you can tap into the values and the goals of that organization so you can feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself you may even be proud that you have a good job that you have money coming in that you can take your family on holidays that you can maybe even buy a house, but you would still leave the place that you work really quickly for another opportunity for a little bit more money or some type of life development. You're not tied to that job. You're not, oh my God, I've got to stay here because you understand that there probably are better things out there, but you do have a job that allows you to feel more comfortable in, in life. And I think that's where a lot of people are. I think a lot of society I wouldn't want to put a percentage on it, but anybody who works in a corporate job probably feels that kind of belonging. They're they're happy enough, but deep down they know they would like more or they don't love their job, but they're 10 years away from retirement and they're like, I'm just going to stick here because I, I work in an organization and I've got a good retirement fund coming up. So I think that, that that's a key area where a lot of people are. And when I go back to the point I made about people who have a business, I, I know some entrepreneurs like this, that have created a job that they don't love what they do, but it brings in the money. I even have clients that have recently dropped that type of work from their portfolio. They have one business that they really, really like, and it's something that they love doing, and it's something that they can scale. But then another part of their business or another income streams was based around work they didn't like doing. So they dropped it, and they've focused their whole intention onto the stuff that they do like. So they've left the belonging part behind them. They've, they've said, hey, I'm not gonna do that anymore because I don't like doing that. It's a job and I don't want a job. I want something that makes me feel more important than a job. And that is a loose segue into moving on to the fourth part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and that's importance. Now, what does that mean? Well, you work mainly in your 
groove and you feel a vital part of the team or you feel like what you're doing is vital for you if you're a business owner. This is definitely getting more into the time when people might become an entrepreneur. They develop more entrepreneurs in this area of business owners. But this is where leaders, managers who are climbing the corporate ladder, people who have the ability to maybe set their own schedule. You know, you feel like you're helping people. You have a level of importance. You're known as an achiever. But, but you're possibly busy, possibly always stressed out, possibly working really long hours but you have a deep feeling that you're being called to something more in life. Like you, you're, you're, you're doing really well. You possibly could have created a six figure job for you, for yourself. You could have, you could have a, a business that is doing well, but you know, there's more to it. You are kind of really busy and stuck in it, or you're a leader or a manager and you've done really well for 10, for 10 years, 15 years, executive level CEO, maybe, but you're getting to that point where you're like, yeah, it's been great. I've had this big paychecks. I'm, feeling the importance, I've led people, I'm helping people, but you still got that feeling of, is there more? Is there more? Can I do more? A little bit like the last one, belonging, but it's like a, a continued feeling with that because sometimes what we do, and I've done this when I worked in corporate, is rather than starting a business, which I wanted to do, I wanted to be a coach back in 2015, 16, I first had that idea when I was working as a retail sales manager, as a general sales manager of a store, my staff used to call me, or my team, sorry, used to call me coach. And I really liked that. And I was like, I would love to coach people. But I ended up getting a job in insurance and ended up becoming a project manager, six-figure roles, leading teams. And it was like a lesser goal, so to speak, but it was easier for me to see that path because I could see how to get promoted. And I got that importance. You know, I got the opportunity to run trainings to talk to two, 300 people in a conference room with a microphone in my hand all day. I did it multiple times. I had a fantastic opportunities. I felt important. I had the job title. I had the six figure role. I felt good. It was great. I felt comfortable. But the thing about comfortable is comfortable scares me. I don't like comfortable. Comfortable feels uncomfortable to me. Comfortable is wrong in my life. And that's why I jumped 18, 16 months ago out of that job and started my own business, my own coaching business, because I wanted to be a coach. We go back to Maslow's uh, quote at the start of the podcast. You know, if you want to write, be a writer. If you want to coach, be a coach. I wanted to be a coach. So I, I became a coach. And it's been a tough but fun journey because I'm chasing down what I want to be and who I want to be. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But you're answering that call. You have that deep feeling. As I mentioned, you're being called to more in life. And I heard that call. That's why I took that leap and I took that jump. And I see a lot of people like that. I see a lot of people in their 30s and 40s who are like, hold on a second. Can I do more? I'm important. I've got a good job. I've got the family. I've got the car. I've got a lot of the trappings of success. But... If I want to actualize, if I want to get to the next level, I need more freedoms. And the only way that you can get freedoms truly, and I know I've talked about business owners and entrepreneurs before in this, but I think when you first start your business, you probably slip down the hierarchy of needs a little bit because you get into survival, you get into belonging because you're doing everything. You're not always doing your unique ability when you first start a business. And I'm going through this right now. I am doing a lot of things that are not comfortable for me. I'm doing a lot of things that aren't necessarily 
my skill set, but I'm learning them because I need to have a basic grasp on the, on them before I would hire somebody else to do them. And that's part of being a solopreneur. It's part of being an entrepreneur. It's part of running your own coaching business that you may take that step back. But ultimately, what I'm saying in this podcast and what I'm saying about the fifth part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is in life, if you want to create freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of relationship, and freedom of purpose, you need to work for yourself. That's that's you need to. That's how you self-actualize. You self-actualize by becoming an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is personal development disguised as a business. Entrepreneurship is self-actualization disguised as a business. You want to help others. You want to inspire them to do their best. That's that's what a lot of entrepreneurs want to do. That's what I want to do as a coach. You love what you do, and you would do it for free, but you know you're gonna get paid well because what you do has a lot of value to it. What you do helps other people actualize in their own lives. You have time, location, and financial freedom. You got that because you took the leap to self-actualize. You got that because you took the leap to create these freedoms in your life. And you have the ability to explore who you are and grow exponentially. Now, when you are trapped by certain time frames, schedule, trapped by other people, you're not self-actualizing. You could be working for somebody else or your business has you trapped because you've created a job for yourself rather than actually creating freedom for yourself. Because there's a big difference. There's lots of business owners and entrepreneurs out there that have created a job for themselves rather than creating freedom. And I would even argue I'm in a little bit of both of those camps right now. I have not created full freedom for myself yet. And I'm very open in saying that. That is part of my journey. I am still to create that truly self-actualized job for myself, that truly self-actualized business for myself where I get to have complete control, freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of location. That is coming in my life, but it's not there yet. So that's why I would say in this podcast that I have touched the fifth part of self-actualization. I can see it. I can taste it. But I've definitely been in the other four areas in my life. 100%, 100%, especially survival, being there earlier on in my career, you know, I've been in security, I've had an okay job, I've been in belonging, I've I've been in important leadership roles, I've felt important, I've had the job titles, I've had the paychecks, but now I'm in that striving for that self-actualization, for that freedom. To truly self-actualize in the modern world, you need to create your own wealth. You need to be in control of your calendar, you need to be able to decide who you work with, and to do this, You have to create that life yourself. And two quotes that I want to share, two famous quotes actually that I think really support what I'm trying to say here. Just don't take my word for it. I'm just a guy in a podcast. I'm just some idiot talking to you, you know, in a podcast who's got some a little bit of experience in in my life. But I want to share two quotes, one from Gary Vaynerchuk, one from Seth Godin. Gary Vaynerchuk said, as long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion very similar going back to what Maslow was saying at the start of the podcast. And Seth Godin said, turning your passion into your job is easier than finding a job that matches your passion. Both those quotes from two very world-renowned entrepreneurs and marketers, well, Seth Godin's definitely a marketer. Gary Vaynerchuk is just the, I mean, he's just the king of content. And the way I look at it is that you help yourself to self-actualize when you help others do the same. 
When you help improve the consciousness of those around you, you improve the world around you. And that's my mission with the SPS podcast. That's my mission in this 22nd episode of the SPS podcast, talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and what that would look like when I referred to your career or your job. My goal is to help you go from belonging and importance to self-actualization. I, I want to help you, either you're a business owner or you're executive or you're stuck in your cubicle right now. I want to help you move up through the levels, take you from one and two up to three and four, and then from four up through to five. Now, if you're in one or two, that's really on you at the moment because that that is all about mindset. That's all about surrounding yourself with better people, podcast information, and getting yourself out of survival and security and getting yourself into belonging. Once you're in belonging, you will have more free time. That's when you're in that cubicle job. You're in corporate America you're, or you're working in a corporate job in, in Europe, wherever that is. You've got your weekends to yourself. You've got your evenings to yourself. You might hate your job. You might only like 50, 60, 70% of it. But because you're in that belonging, you're usually working an office job. You're usually working some type of job or you're an entrepreneur who's created a job for yourself, but you still have a little bit more freedom of time. When you're in the lower areas, you don't have a lot of freedom of time. You don't have the ability to really focus on anything else but just getting by. But when you're in belonging, that's when you can start looking higher and looking at that self-actualized journey because you need to get yourself out of just surviving and security. You need to get yourself into belonging and that will give you the view of like, okay, well, how do I then crack the next level? Because it wasn't until I started working in those type of retail, higher level management retail jobs where I had more free time. And in essence, it wasn't really until I left retail because retail sucks, man. Retail sucks, serious ass, working weekends and Friday nights and working super long weeks and being on your feet all the time. You're, you're just fucking dog tired uh, on your days off because you, you're just always on the go. It wasn't really until I got into that corporate world where I had every night off. I, I, I went to work for 8.30 or 9 in the morning. I was home by 5 o'clock or 5.15 because I only worked around the corner from where I lived. I had a Friday off every other two weeks because it was a union unionized workplace for the first year before I became a, a leader. I had every Saturday and Sunday off. Didn't have to think about work on Saturdays and Sundays. So what do you, what do you think I did during that time when I was in that belonging? Yeah, I didn't sit and, you know, go out on the weekend and party and drink. I started reading books. I started a YouTube channel. I, I started learning things. I used my time to help me. And then a couple of years later, four years later, I'm an entrepreneur. Because I, when I got to that level of belonging, when I got to that level, I looked and saw that path. And if you're at that third level, if you're at that fourth level, if you're in belonging or you're in importance, that's where the SPS podcast is going to help you. That's where my content is aimed towards. That's where my coaching is aimed towards. It's helping you create more freedom of time, money, and purpose in your life. So I really hope this episode has helped you understand how to use the Maslow's hierarchy needs in your life. And I hope it's just generally been an interesting deep dive conversation that you got something out of. But thanks very much for joining me for the 22nd episode of the SPS podcast. And hopefully... We'll see you in the next one. But if you want to reach out to me before then, you can hit me up on my socials at Steve Timoney. That's S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. 
y and that's on twitter instagram and tiktok or you can slide on over to my main website which is at steventimony.com which is s-t-e-p-h-e-n-t-i-m-o-n-e-y.com and you can check out my blog my podcast and my coaching offers there thanks very much for joining me and we'll see you in the next one make it a good one